Hey, welcome to the Agency Blueprint, the podcast for agency owners looking to explore strategies for scaling a truly profitable agency, reducing stress, and getting your personal life back. I'm your host, Robert Patton, business coach and contract CFO to agencies. To download a free copy of my international best-selling book, The Agency Blueprint, go to creativeagencysuccess.com. Hey, everybody. wanted to talk to you today about something that is incredibly important to the foundation of a successful agency, and that is your team. If you're an agency owner that is extremely busy and you're working on things that you shouldn't be working on and you cannot seem to get out of that work on a day-to-day basis and you keep being brought into fires and client communication and the vast majority of either creative or client delivery work is being passed through you, but you have a team, that tells me that you likely do not have the right team in place at the moment or that you have to take a look at how they have been trained or your SOPs. Um, One of the things I do hate to break it to you that if you do not have the right team, um, that it isn't their fault, it is actually yours, and it's time for you to make a change. We've all made mistakes when it comes to hiring, uh, myself included, and unfortunately we will probably make them again, again myself included, but we can reduce the amount of mistakes made in this area and this part of the business. Um, and the, the way that this happens, the vast majority of the time that I see it, is that it happens out of need, that you make a hire very fast because you have a deliverable for a client or a new contract that was very recently signed, and you had to make the hire very quickly, and you hired who was available and who applied in that exact moment. And I know that it's a total cliche to say this, but Um, you need to hire slow and fire fast. And one of the things that I think is incredibly important to an ongoing team member is that you need to be thinking about them on a fairly regular basis if they are still the right person. And the way that I would uh, think about it is if you were to be vetting them again and knowing everything that you know about them today and know about their work, would you rehire them? If the answer is maybe or the answer is no, They need to be let go, and they need to be let go now. Um, I think it's so incredibly important to be doing that vetting and that thinking about your team on a regular basis and making sure that they are that right person in that right function on an ongoing basis. So I wanted to walk through um, how to make sure that you do have the right team in place and go through hiring, go through vetting, and go through all of those different pieces of selecting your team. I mean, they are the, the foundation of your agency. You are a service-based business. And so what you're selling is your team's expertise, your team's time. And if you don't have the right team, that means that your end product is not going to be to where you want it to be or where you need it to be in order to have a successful agency. So to start off with, I wanted to talk about how you go through the hiring process. I see so many job descriptions in the way that they're written and the postings for them are just done in a very odd way and not in the right way. And what is wrong with them is that they're not really thinking about it in the same mindset that you think about when it comes to marketing. We spend so much time in thinking about our ideal client and the ideal persona behind the clients that we are trying to attract to our agencies and to our businesses, but we don't spend the same amount of time thinking about and curating how we actually vet and attract new team members. When realistically speaking, 
assuming that you're bringing on the right team members, they are going to actually likely be with your agency even longer than the vast majority of your clients. So if you're not putting the same amount at the very least of effort and thought into the team members that you're hiring as you are with the marketing that you do for your prospects, then you are not, you're doing your agency a disservice and you really need to think about it differently. So the same mindset that you apply when you are putting together a marketing strategy for a client or for your own agency and thinking about that ideal persona, that ideal mindset, who that person is, you need to do the same thing when it comes to how you put together a job description and how you go about the marketing for that position. So I want you to take a moment and look at your most recent job posting and read it aloud to yourself and think, would this actually endear someone to my agency? Would this make someone interested in wanting to work at my agency? And what I see happen more frequently than not is that job descriptions and job postings are actually written so much about you, not about them, not about what they are needing to be or who they should be or what are their interests or what do they want and what are their fears, what are their frustrations, what are the things that they really want in a job, but you're only writing about yourself and then the requirements for the position. You need to really be thinking about how to list the job description and how to write the job description and the job posting in such a way that allows for that person to really be able to imagine themselves in that position. Make them really want to work for you. Make sure that they are as motivated to get this position and to do an excellent job as you are in making sure that they're the right person. And spend the time really making sure that you have written a job description and job posting that really allows for them to be endeared to you. And I'm not saying that your job description internally is going to be written this way. It's not. You're going to have the job description internally that is for HR purposes, and then you're going to have the job description that is for the marketing. And the job description that's internal is just going to be more um, I-dotting and T-crossing, making sure that you have all the job requirements and how you measure success and what what are they going to be measured on and what is most important for them to be able to be successful in that position and making sure that the marketing um, uh, description is going to be more focused on who they are, what their experience is, and what they really want to find in their next position. And then let's want to talk to you too about vetting. So I see so frequently where a decision is made um, on vetting a team member, and there's not really a whole lot that's gone into it. Maybe just one single interview There isn't a 360 interview, there isn't any personality evaluations, there isn't any of those pieces that actually go into really considering who they are. I mean, think about it, you're going to end up spending likely 40 hours a week with this person, they're going to be alongside you for years to come, ideally for years to come, and you do not spend enough time thinking about who that person is. You think more and actually spend more time vetting and talking with the prospect and selling them. The same time needs to be spent with you being sold with this person. And you need to really curate exactly how it is that you are vetting them and how you are comparing uh, one uh, candidate to another. And I also think it's really important to do this in a, a very methodical way so that you can not only have a very clear understanding of exactly who it is that you should hire, but also allows for you to have your HR requirements and making sure that you're making a decision non-biased um, allows for you to have that, that box checked as well. So at the start of my vetting process, when I'm going through and talking 
with a candidate for a position at my own business and the same way that I suggest for clients is that I put together all the different things that are important to me and making sure that this person is going to be able to check those boxes. So I put together a matrix that allows for me to mark what the qualifications are of this specific position and of the person that I'm looking for, the ideal uh, uh, new employee that I'm looking for, and then being able to make notes as we're going through that vetting process. Typically speaking, I'm not involved in that initial interview. Someone else is doing the initial qualification and making sure that they're the right fit and that they fit values and all of those pieces of the initial vetting process. And then I get um, brought in further down the line usually towards the end of the determination when I'm actually going to make the offer. So I make that last final interview, make sure that the team that has vetted them and gone through everything, that they are the final person and I am ready to make an offer by the time I'm typically meeting with them. I've gone through doing reference checks and making sure that that person is the right person and even potentially depending on the position, doing some vetting and giving them some sample work that I want them to do to make sure that they are that uh, right and ideal candidate. One of the other things that's really important to ensuring that you have the right team is making sure that you have a training process and protocol that allows for them to be onboarded in a very good, clean way. What I see happen so incredibly often, and this is how the vast majority of training that I see works, is that you have someone start, you give them a million things that they are supposed to learn and get familiar with, and you're essentially just throwing them in the deep end. And over time, they become less shitty at the job and at the training that you have given to them. Rather than actually setting them up for success and giving them a slower training protocol, making sure that they understand exactly how you're going to measure success and what success looks like, and having them become experts at the thing that you're having them do. And typically speaking, I'm spending one week in each different function within that position so that they can become really good at that piece of their position to make sure that they are doing so incredibly well at it before I layer on the next thing. Think about it the same way that you were taught in school on how to do something. You started with addition, then you started, then you went to subtraction, then multiplication, and then division. You didn't do them all at once. And the vast majority of training now is you're learning them all simultaneously and you're learning them all at 15, 20% of what you actually need to be able to do the job. And you really need to be able to make sure that the person has what they need to be able to do it successfully 100% of the time so that your agency is set up for success. So spend the time making sure that what you have done for your training is really thought out, very clear, and going to allow that person to really be truly set up for success. And please, for um, please stop sending, setting them up for failure by just throwing them in the deep end and making sure that they're really able to do their job very well. One of the next pieces that I think is so incredibly important is a common set of values and alignment on personality. So every agency is different when it comes to their culture and the personalities of the people uh, internally at the agency and making sure that those personalities mesh. So one of the things that I do is I have a, an outsourced service that actually goes through and does personality testing uh, based on uh, Myers-Briggs and then does personality testing of the team that's going to be around them, their managers, myself included, if I'm going to be directly working with them to make sure that those individuals um, have a personality that is going to work well. And then also having them review the job description that is both the internal and the marketing one to make sure that that personality uh, does f suit that position that I'm hiring them for. 
And then uh, the other evaluation piece that comes from it is here's the things that they are going to do very well in at the job. And here's the parts that they're going to struggle with so that I have go into the situation very clearly understanding of what it is that I'm going to have to do to support that person because not every person is going to be a 100% perfect fit. Those are the diamond in the rough and very difficult to find sometimes. And um, just making sure that I have an understanding of exactly what I'm going to need to do to help them fill the gaps in either their knowledge or just understanding where um, their personal characteristics or personality is slightly differing to the job description and where they're just going to have some struggles so that I can make sure to be aware of it and um, help mitigate some of the problems and challenges that may come from that. I also think that it's um, really important to look back at your existing team and think about whether they're still the right fit. One of the things that I see so incredibly often is that there were team members that were hired and they were incredibly good at their job at the point in which they were hired. And they were likely the right person at the time for your agency, but your agency's changed over time and they may no longer be the right person any longer. And it's really important for you to think about and realize that um, while they were that right person at that time, that you do need to think about what and how your agency's changed and make a recognition and just recognize the fact that they may no longer be that perfect fit anymore. And it's time for you to let them go and have them actually take a position that is going to be better suited for them and their um, and what they're good at. What I do think about when it comes to this particular piece, I know that there's a lot of loyalty with these types of people and with employees in general. And I've made the mistake of being lawyer loyal to a fault sometimes as well. And I'm sure you have done the same. The, the way that I look at letting someone go at this point is that when I let someone go, it is really doing them a, um, a nice, a nicety because if they're struggling or not doing well at their position, they are likely unhappy and I'm setting them up to actually be able to be somewhere where they're going to do well, where they're going to excel and where they're going to be happier in their day-to-day -day life. We spend so much time at work and if someone's really struggling and not doing well in their position, then they're likely unhappy because of it. And you are doing them a service by letting them go so that they can be somewhere that's better suited to them. I think loyalty is very good and well, and you do want your team members to be loyal and you should be loyal to them as well and make sure to protect them. But there's also a, a loyalty that you should have to your business and to your agency to make sure that it is set up for success. Uh, if you are facing team member challenges and problems, and as I mentioned at the start of this episode, you are still stuck in client work and doing work that you shouldn't be doing, this is likely due to not having the right team. And I do challenge you to take a look at your organizational structure, figure out whether that individual needs to be coached if they aren't the right person, if they are the right person, but you just need to make sure that they have the right tools or they need some more additional education. Do spend the time actually trying to help them become that ideal employee and making sure that they're truly set up for success. Uh, I know that um, there's lots of challenges when it comes to team management and a lot of us were not managers when we first started becoming managers and it's a whole other skill set that needs to be done. Uh, a book that I uh, recommend on a very regular basis that surrounds around um, management and culture and how to set all of this stuff um, up correctly is called Thrive by Design. I, I think it's a, a phenomenal book that does has changed my personal mindset and has helped me develop as a manager and really just think about what it is that your agency needs to be able to be successful and that ultimately is what you really should be focused on every single day that you manage your agency. 
Thank you for joining us today on the Agency Blueprint Podcast. To find out more, go to agencyblueprintpodcast.com. For links mentioned in this episode, please check out the show notes. As always, go to creativeagencysuccess.com to jumpstart your agency today.